This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Fake toss, Mahomes, and there is a touchdown to Byron Pringle. Five touchdown passes for Mahomes. 406 yards for Mahomes, and it's a route. Shane Bouchelle came up to me and showed me this video with this kid, and he was saying, I got my swagger back. And so uh, that, that was something that I thought was kind of my like, motto this week. And I think uh, the whole team kind of got that swag back, and uh, we got, we're going to try to keep that thing rolling. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew with us in for Joe O on this Tuesday and we'll get to lightning bets in about 20 minutes with a voice there of Patrick Mahomes after his big day on Sunday night. Over 400 yards, five touchdowns. And you know what? Patrick deserves to have his name back in the MVP conversation. Let's talk through this because I, guys, right now I have no idea who's going to win the NFL MVP. I know who the favorite is. The favorite is Josh Allen. He's two, two to one. I mean, two weeks ago, Josh Allen couldn't generate a touchdown against the Jaguars. Maybe this is just process of who has the worst games each week and then we knock them down. So here are the odds right now. Josh Allen, 2-1. to one. Brady, plus 320. Dak, 7-1. Stafford, who a couple weeks ago I said here on this show, I liked his odds. Well, he's done nothing but play like crap since then. He's at plus 850. Rodgers, 10-1. Lamar, 12-1. Kyler, 15-1. And we'll talk through that. I think he's about to lose the MVP. If he misses a third game, I don't think he's winning the MVP. I don't think he can miss three games to win the MVP. Not in a year where there's this many uh, good quarterbacks. Mahomes up from 80 to one last week to 17 to one. Justin Herbert 22 to one. I, I think it's it's probably fair we could kind of stop there. I don't think Ryan Tannehill 28 to one is going to win an MVP. So there are the names. It fluctuates every week. Nick, do you think Josh Allen is the NFL MVP? You know, I was actually going to go all the way down to Jalen Hurts with you guys up in Philly, but I guess we're not going to go that far down the odds. That's fine. Okay, I guess we won't. No, Josh Allen. <laughs> Like, weeks ago, you could have looked at him as maybe the MVP. At this point now, it might be Aaron Rodgers with the way the Green Bay is playing. And especially just to see, like, think about a couple of weeks ago, the Thursday night game, where they're down half of their receivers, and he finds a way to help that team win. Short passes, quick passes, changes the way that he plays. People will forget everything that happened with the vaccine and how we approach it. That's gone. That's already in the rearview mirror. Nobody's going to talk about that anymore. The way the Packers are playing, if they can continue to trend in the direction they are, the defense can get just, you know, this defense is starting to look like a very, very, very good defense. They've had issues in the secondary with some injuries on top of that. But it's just this is probably one of the biggest toss-ups that I've ever seen in, in, in years when it comes to MVP, where every week it's somebody different. I mean, you talk about Kyler Murray. He was a front runner a few weeks ago. 
and you miss a couple of games, and then he they fall he falls way down. And then Matt Stafford, you're looking at well, one week at Stafford is the MVP favorite. Oh man, look at what they did against Tampa. Then never mind, Kyler just beat him, so now Kyler Murray's the favorite. It, it's it's almost impossible to predict. So for me, it's kind of looking at well, who are going to be the stability factors in here? Who are going to be the stable names? And Aaron Rodgers is a stable name. And look, I understand what happened against Washington. That's still a blip on the radar for me. Tom Brady at plus 320 still makes a lot of sense. There's not as much value, obviously, at Aaron Rodgers at 10-1. to 1, But those are names that just if voters are looking at this, because remember, there's the human element in this. There's the people voting, and it's like, well, you know, we've got all the – you're talking yourself out of a ton of different quarterbacks for a bunch of different reasons. You go, well, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, though – those guys, I, they feel like to me that they're the, they're obviously not the favorite, but they feel like they make sense just given the fluctuation we've had with this throughout the season. Yeah, and I really think Mahomes has a chance to play himself into this award when yeah. we look at it. We talked about it yesterday. Josh Allen, I just don't know if I have a lot of confidence in the Bills right now, and maybe that will change. Maybe the Bills will step up and surprise me here over the next couple of weeks against some better opponents. Brady, he took a step back. With that performance against Washington, couple of interceptions. Um, Dak Prescott, he had a bounce back game after he was struggling a week ago. He threw for 296 yards and a couple TDs, so he elevates himself a little bit on the list. Aaron Rodgers, he looked okay, 292 yards, one interception. Um, we all know he won it last year, um, so that's an interesting one. Um, Lamar Jackson. He took a step back. He didn't play that yeah. well on Thursday night. I was, Aaron, I was on that bandwagon for a while. I was on the Lamar Jackson bandwagon for a while, but you lose to the Dolphins. That really hurts your case. And Kyler Murray lost in another game. He goes back. Justin Herbert, he's kind of fell off. He just looks okay as well. Mm -hmm. Ryan Tannehill, another guy, just kind of looks okay. He got outplayed by Trevor Simeon. So this is a crazy race. Crazy right hey, now. I got a crazy one. Call me crazier when we're talking about crazy because this is so wide open. Jonathan Taylor at 100 to 1. I mean, he's second in the league in rushing now. He's actually he's tied for that. first with Derrick Henry, so he's about to obviously surpass Derrick Henry, who's not going to be playing anytime soon, if at all, this year. I know it's always a quarterback, but if there was ever a year where we could break the mold of a quarterback winning MVP, it might just be this season. Well, I think it was uh, – I was making the case about a month ago that maybe it's Henry. But like, maybe this is Henry's year, right, because yeah, they were playing I, well. I was then with got you there, hurt. yeah. Yep. So this kind of picks up the mantle. It's where you're going with it, Nick, that, that, that maybe the best back. The Colts have to make the playoffs, though, right? I know yes. we talked through that yes. earlier. There's no yes. way an 8-9 uh, and nine Colts team has an MVP no. running back. It's just that's not going to happen. So if He's got to run Colts, for like 2,500 yards for that to happen. <laughs> right. So they have to make the playoffs. Um, it's not – I don't think it's crazy. I know Joe O is, is thinks it will never happen again. Like he's he's anti running back winning, and I, I generally agree. It's really hard. It's yeah. probably not going to happen very often ever again, non quarterback. But maybe this is the kind of year, Aaron. I do agree with you on Mahomes. In fact, here's what I'll say about the Cowboys and the Chiefs game on Sunday. We've, we've been talking about a lot of games have so many implications this weekend for the playoffs. I think the MVP race has big implications. Cowboys Chiefs on Sunday. If Mahomes yeah. lights up the Cowboys and he has his second straight week of just big numbers, he's going to be 10 to 1 by next week. I mean, he jumped from 80 to 1 to 17. If they beat the Cowboys on Sunday with everybody watching that game and he lights up Dallas, he's back in the mix for real. And as for the other side, I like, I still think there's value on Dak at 7 to 1. Dak said, what, one bad week the whole year? That was the Bronco game two weeks ago. He missed one game with his leg injury, but now. 
you know, a bunch of guys have missed at least one game or had one bad week. I, I think Dak's live for this. And I think you mentioned a few minutes ago, Nick, the um, the human element. We're trying to guess who voters are going to pick. It's not just stats, right? Anyone can read a stat for We're trying to figure out who the heck's going to win this thing. Isn't that a story? Dak Prescott, that horrific injury last year, maybe, a, you know, a, a, a season-changing or career-changing injury comes back. And if the Cowboys have the number one seed, which I think they can, that's a bit like he's going to get the credit for that, right? Not not Mike McCarthy with monkey butt. Like the 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 credit's going to go <laughs> to Dak Prescott because he's their best player. Uh, I like Dak at seven to one. I, if he has a if he's right there at the end, can't you just see him getting the votes? People like Dak too. The stories matter, and you're right. That that that's something you certainly want to factor in with this. I always looked at this with the MVP voting for the NBA too where one of the big things you notice is they always want to vote for somebody new. It's not that it's really hard right. to win back to back, which Giannis did, but you know, it's, it's also even more difficult to win three straight. I actually wrote about this a while ago at betql.com. It was like, if you look at the history, I think magic Johnson was like the last guy to win three straight. No, Larry bird was actually in the early eighties was the last one to win three straight. So most of the time, the voters, same thing for the NFL. It's, it tends to be okay. He's gotten his chance. This new name is now rising up. It's why Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray and Josh Allen all made sense earlier in the season. But you got to earn it. Your team has to win. You've got to win the games you're supposed to win. And you definitely can't do what Lamar Jackson did and lose to a team like the Dolphins. So yeah. this is it's a wild toss-up. But you're right. Dak Prescott would certainly make sense, too. And by the way, it's the Cowboys. And we know that people always get sucked into the Cowboys narrative every chance that they can get. So. Listen to this, though. I was just looking at um, the upcoming games for the Chiefs. Obviously, we know it's the Cowboys. That's probably going to be a shootout. Then they play the Broncos. The Denver defense just gave up 30 points to your Eagles, Joji. Then the Broncos are clearly missing Von Miller. Um, then they play the Raiders again, who they just destroyed. They play the Chargers, who defensively have been known to give up points. And then the last three games will be the Steelers at the Bengals, who that could be a shootout. So we'll see, but I think these next four games for Mahomes, he's we're probably going to see his uh, the odds change in the MVP race with him if he can really build off what we just saw and if he truly is back. You know what's crazy about his stats too? I just I just looked at Mahomes' numbers. They're not what we are used to, but he's so good that like he's not having a bad year. He's having an above average year. It's just for him for what he's done in the NFL. It's like oh. That's okay. I mean, he has 26 touchdown passes. If he gets hot, he could finish with 45 or 50 touchdown passes. He just put a five on Sunday. Yeah. That's the yeah. one thing about him where it's Insane. like no one is capable of the games he's capable of. Nick. Like when he has those games, nobody else does that in the NFL. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And uh, we never really saw a true slump from him, did we? I mean, he just... 
has been so impressive in his young career and like right. maybe he was due We're for spoiled. a little slump and figure yeah and figure things out he's not it's not the goat Tom Brady just yet. <laughs> but again, even in even in slumps, like he was top ten in like every statistical category for a quarterback. So when when you see so, and that's one of the tough things when you see that much success from somebody that early, and it's not just success; it's like historic success. It's game altering success. So you just expect that every single year. So when the numbers even dip just a little bit for half of a season, people start panicking because of it. Yeah, the one guy we didn't mention is Tom Brady. He's at three plus three twenty. I think before last week, he's probably the favorite. I would say he'd be right there with Josh Allen. He didn't play well on Sunday against the Washington football team. He did through two picks. Yeah. And it was almost a third. I I saw there was a challenge on that one play that hit the ground. Yeah. It kind of basically like the ground helped it become an interception. But I will say this. One of them was a drop pass. So I hate that rule. The whole drop pass turning in. I know that like it can't really count as a fumble, but they've got to figure something out. Because when you put that on a quarterback, when the receiver just bobbles it and looks like a dope when it bounces off of his chest and starts flying away, <laughs> and you still put that on the quarterback, it's not really on them. But, yes, technically it was two interceptions, at least in that case. But, look, if there's anybody that can bounce back from a game like that, it's it's Tom Brady. So this these last eight weeks or nine weeks or whatever the heck, what are we, eight, seven weeks? I don't even know. It's 18 weeks now. But I've still got to get used to week 18. That's, that's oh, throwing me, me off on top of all this, too. Jeez. Well, just wait till we get to January because the whole schedule's pushed back a week. You know, wild card weekend is like the 15th. Like the wild card weekend, the NFL is wow. like January. The last weekend of the regular season is like January 8th. It's that's going to be yeah. so because, like yeah. you know, especially like what we do for a living, our whole thought process is based on like it's always the same thing, right? That first weekend yep. of January is the first week of the playoffs, and now yep. the first weekend of January is the end of the regular season. That's going to yeah. be so strange. And those, those are my two favorite weekends are wild card and divisional round weekends. I mean, those are just games all day. Divisional is better, though, because you tend to get better games. Sometimes yep. the wild card, there's a team that just doesn't belong there. But I, that is my favorite thing to go sit at a bar and just watch all the games for the entire day. That's all I want to do. So are you in <laughs> or out on the Monday night football in, in wild card weekend now? Because we're getting that this year. It starts this year. I love that. I think that's smart. What I've always said is they need to have a double header on Monday night football and get rid of Thursday night. You get better football that way. We started seeing those double headers during the pandemic last year, and it was fun. If you started an early game at, like, say, 530, I get there's the West Coast that you have to deal with, but you'd still then involve the East Coast with that. The second West Co- or second game would start at, like, 830 or whatever it would be. Some, you could figure out the times. They did it before. They could certainly do it again, but I would rather have that. You make it a huge deal. You're, you're coasting off of all the excitement and all the storylines from Sunday NFL. Then you have two more games on Monday. You hype up the doubleheader. And you forget about Thursday night football. It sneaks up on people. It sneaks up on teams a whole lot. You get it's been better for a while this year, but we've had some really bad Thursday night games again. And we know over the years we've had really bad Thursday night games. But we know the NFL wants to own as many nights as possible, and I get it. But I would much rather them take that and then do a doubleheader on Monday night. So yeah, I'm in on the wild card Monday one for sure. Yeah, Aaron, I think that was the you mentioned the Ravens earlier in the show how they they burned you last week on your teaser. That you know, I, we missed that because we should have talked about it. They had an overtime game against the who was that? They they played the Vikings overtime two weeks ago. They had 98 yeah. snaps they had in that game on offense. You know, the more I thought about, it, they were gassed. Like Lamar didn't look like himself. Those Thursday nights and this week it's the plus, it's um, Patriots Falcons. They're brutal on these teams. Plus, I think there is something to be said about later in the season traveling to Florida, whether it's Jacksonville or Miami, especially these teams in colder places it's like oh maybe i will go meet up with some friends or have you know dinner with my agent or you know what i mean enjoy the weather a little bit and 
I don't know. I think there's something to be said. The Ravens had like a million home games and they had to buy and then they go to Florida and it's just like terrible. Who was that team? It was yeah. awful. Yeah. They did so, not seem prepared. It really seemed like maybe they went out the night before. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so I think I think uh, speaking of the MVP before we dump, I think Paul quickly has a, had a long shot that we did not mention. There's there's someone down the board Paul has that we didn't mention. Who you have? I don't hate Joe Burrow. Still got Joe Burrow at 40 to 1. I kind of picked them up as they were starting to heat up a little bit. Obviously they've dipped a little, but if they make a run here coming out of the bye and they take the NFC sorry, AFC North I think he's got a real shot. I mean, it's going to be, you know, when guys like Allen kind of faltering, Stafford kind of faltering, I think this toughest competition might be Brady. But if they if they take off here in the second half, I think it's a great story, too. Like, all of a sudden the Bengals yeah. are, and he's got the, you know, second-year quarterback coming off an injury. Like, it would be really interesting for comeback player of the year between him and Dak as well. It would also be interesting if those are the two guys in the mix for the MVP. So. Do we just give one the MVP and one the comeback player? Yeah, yeah. Put it down yeah. the middle? Yeah. Everybody gets the MVP, an award. That comeback, yeah. Yeah, everybody gets an award. Now, he's – I agree. He's a good long shot. I also have him at 40 to 1. The Jonathan Taylor one's interesting. That guy's good. Man, he, they, their whole offense, that's that's what they do. That's what they yep. want to be with Frank Reich and, yep. and Wentz off the play action. All right, on the other side, it is time for some lightning bets. We'll get our plays tonight. Tuesday, usually the day, Aaron has some teasers. We're just going to put in for Sunday. So we have that coming up next. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew, right here. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.